0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you.
1: You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. God wants to bless you beyond your wildest expectations. Last week, Pastor Ray taught us about financial blessings and specifically about the vital role the tithe plays in the blessing of our finances. Here Encouraged by the powerful truth that it was never the mind of God, that his children should lack anything, we know we have the right to live life to its fullest, even beyond finances. Expecting prosperity in all things, spiritually, socially and emotionally too in this week's message beyond the tithe pastor explores these other blessings shares abraham's powerful encounter with melchizedek and enlightens us of the truth that being poor and lacking has nothing whatsoever to do with being humble or righteous Now, knowing that God may have someone else in mind when he blesses you, and after hearing pastors' nine practical reasons why God wants to bless you, you may have to simply ask yourself, what possible reason can I have for not receiving my blessing?
2: Uh, What's been on my heart for quite a while, and I've told you this and been talking about it, is I've wanted to um, start the series on prosperity you know, it's still the beginning of a new year. How many of you have hopes and dreams and desires of seeing this year be better than last year, right? So we're still at the beginning of the year. It's only a couple of weeks into it, six weeks, five, six weeks into the new year. And it's really a time still of reflection. You still have plenty of time to reflect and to um, get yourself geared up for this year. And, um, but I think that sometimes what prevents people from you know, achieving or accomplishing or doing better in life is just sheer lack of knowledge. We don't understand what God thinks about me prospering, you prospering, about the subject of prosperity. Now, there have been, I've been in this word for many years now, 35 plus years, um, 30 of them, more than that, 32 of them in full time ministry just about. And I've been studying this Bible and this gospel and and the New and the Old Testament for for many, many years. And I repeatedly, over and over again, see what God's opinion is about prosperity. Unfortunately, years ago, uh, there were some excesses in this subject of prosperity. And it's turned some people off because it was not presented correctly. It was excessive. But you know, sometimes when we're trying to get into a new truth or to a new revelation, a new understanding of a revelation that God has, sometimes you do have to go uh, like on the excessive side. But eventually it comes back to middle and it balances out and everyone can understand more fully what the subject is about. Because I've heard people, you know, they call preachers like me the name it and claim it bunch. The prosperity bunch. All we preach is about prosperity. Well, prosperity, first of all, if you understand the word prosperity from the Bible, does not only relate to money. Can we get that out of the way? That's not all that prosperity means or all that it covers. Prosperity is a very, very full word, and it covers every aspect of your life. Now, in in 3 John, where we're going to look, and we'll use this as our pivotal verse and our, our launch, launch pad to uh, get into some other things as we go through this particular series of, mes- uh, uh, series of messages. In, first, in third John, uh, it says, Beloved, verse 2, Beloved, I pray, this is what John's writing, he says, I pray that you may prosper, everybody say prosper, in all things. Now that's where you see we, we kind of miss it. it. It's not just in one thing, money, it's in all things all things. God wants us to prosper in all things. God wants you healthy. God wants you strong. God wants you to have a clear mind. He wants you to prosper in your marriage. He wants you to prosper in your parenting skills. He wants you to prosper in every aspect of life. But he also wants you to prosper financially. Now, one of the things that I found out over the years is that a lot of times people don't ever enter into financial prosperity. You know why? Because they're bound by poverty thinking. The goal in my life has never been to be rich, to be successful, although I've wanted those things. The goal in my life is, Lord, change me. Take everything out of my way that prevents me from accomplishing and being everything that you would have for me to accomplish in my life and to be in my life. Take away me, God, to strip away those things that keep getting in my way, keep undoing the very blessings that You're trying to bring into my life. Can you see? You see, Christians don't want to take responsibility for themselves, and this is this is this is what I'm trying to get at. That God wants to prosper you far above anything you could ever ask or imagine. He wants to do great things, bring you to great places, but you have got to be prepared. If you are not growing if you are not developing, if you're not overthrowing the things of the world in your life, of your past life, if you're not undoing those things in your life and having a passion and a craving to be all that (laughs) God wants you to be. Listen, you can pray for prosperity all day long. 365 days a year, you can fast yourself into a size 28 waist. (laughs) and that ain't going to produce nothing. Listen to what John's saying. I'm praying for your prosperity. I'm believing for your prosperity. I'm believing that you're going to walk and live in health and vitality and strength. But I also pray that you will understand it's as your soul prospers. That's why you just can't show up in church once in a while. You can't just not show up in church once, or just show up in church once in a while. You got to be passionate about God, passionate about this word, passionate, understanding that you, knowing and understanding that this word changes my life. John says, I pray that you would prosper in all things and be in health, even as your soul prosper. Your soul's got to prosper. The inner man's got to prosper. And that's really the heart and the goal of what I'm going to be sharing. Hopefully, we're going to change some thinking and turn some minds and change some direction and get ourselves on a new and a fresh and a, and a, and a better direction than you've ever been in your life. Poverty, from my perspective, is one of the best planned or orchestrated plans that the enemy has ever conjured up to keep God's people in bondage. Because with poverty comes so many things in our life, so many lacks and wants and insufficiencies in our life, and, and it keeps us totally bound up. You know, I was watching the news, and some of you were, were watching it as well, and I'm, I'm thinking of these poor people that live in, in New York City that have no hot water or no heat throughout the winter because they're living in government-run facilities. I found out something. The government can't even run itself. It can't even help itself. How is it going to help you? There are some that believe give the government more, you know, uh, you know authority and, and more power. I don't believe that. I think that we need the power. We need the freedom to make our own choices. And you see, God is not going to... God doesn't want you to end up on public assistance. He wants you to learn how to trust in God's assistance. And how by faith and trust in Him to get all of your needs met. And not be dependent upon anybody because we believers are supposed to be God-dependent, not government-dependent. <laughs> not anybody else-dependent. So, so I'm on a mission in my life and have been because I grew up... You know, my father passed away when I was 14. Some of you have heard this story. And basically from that point on, I didn't even know it up to that time. We, were, we didn't have much, but I didn't realize it. But when my father died... We were thrown into poverty. I mean, there are different levels of poverty. You understand that. But poverty simply means you can't meet your needs. You don't have enough. That's what poverty is. It's insufficiency. The bills come, and you don't have money enough to pay them. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It's insufficient. And I can remember growing up just having... Insufficiency. All I just have to run to pay the light bill, run to pay the con ed bill, run to do this. They're going to turn the water off. They're going to turn the lights off. And my mother would try to scrape the money together. We all would have to help her to pay the bills so that she could keep the house running so that we at least have a house to live in because she did not want to get rid of her house. And I can remember things got run down. That's all because of poverty. And when you live in that way, when you, when, when you live in poverty, you're constantly you're constantly distracted. You remember we just got finished with the message of distraction. Distracted by where money's going to come from. How are you going to pay your bills? How are we going to meet, meet our needs? And God did not design the system for you to be in a state of poverty, want, lack, and insufficiency. But I found out something so long ago that there are two parts to this. There is a spiritual side, which we're going to talk about, but there's also a natural side to the message of prosperity. Because some people think, you know, I learn the principles of giving, I learn about tithing, and I just wait and everything's just going to fall right into place and fall on my head. And that's not the way it works. And what you do is you create lazy people who think they're doing the right thing, but they're not doing the whole thing. Because, Because let me tell you what, you're going to arrive at prosperity in your life, not by chance, but on purpose. It's going to happen with purpose in your life. You're going to do it with purpose and meaning. You're going to have a goal. You're going to have a vision, a desired end. And then you're going to do and take the steps that are necessary to get to that desired end and to get to that place. That's how prosperity happens in your life. But I've seen too many Christians devoid of the understanding of the whole message. You see, like, like you know, you watch TV, you watch these Christian uh, programs, and you got to be careful because... Uh, you know, not everything that's on TBN, Daystar, Godspeed, God whatever, TV, is not giving you the full truth and may not be exactly right on target doctrinally. And you've got to be very, very careful and mindful of that. But you see this, these preachers on TV. Right now, God has told me, send $1,000 and God's going to give you a financial breakthrough. Well... I'll first tell you this. If you feel led to give $1,000, bring it to your home church, to your home pastor. Thank you for the four and a half hand claps. I appreciate that encouragement very much. Don't go send it to some TV preacher that doesn't know you. You don't know him. He's never going to know anything about your life. He's not going to be there when your mama dies, when your daddy dies, when, you know, the dog gets sick. He's not going to be there. And yet, you get suckered into that thinking that, oh, the man of God's got a revelation. Yeah, he's got a revelation. He wants your money in his ministry. That's his revelation. So beware of that. Be careful of that. Now, if God leads you and you really feel led of the Lord and you're a seasoned Christian and you, you understand you're not getting suckered into this stuff, then you, you go ahead and, and you give as God leads you. But, but this prosperity message is so important And so um, I believe just absolutely necessary for this day and age and hour that we live because God wants you to prosper in every aspect of your life. He says right here, I pray, let's read it again. He says, I pray beloved, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things, in all things. So again, we're not just talking about money. We're talking about all things, but we are talking about money because this is really, really important to you, right? Now, let me ask you a question. What good would it be to prosper financially and still be sick, still be depressed, still have chaos in your life, still have a broken marriage? What good does money do you, you know, I mean, yes, it does you some good, but, but you want a full-rounded prosperity that touches every aspect of your life. You want to prosper in all things. So let's get this out of the out of the way. We are going to like I said, we are going to talk about money because that's really what I'm what I'm really gearing towards because I want to help I want to see everybody prosper. I've been practicing these principles for all these years. There's nothing I'm telling you and will not tell you over the course of this series that I don't personally practice and have practiced for over 35 years. I'm a prosperous blessed man today because of it. And I believe, listen. When I first started out, I started with nothing. One big fat goose egg zero. All I had was my Bible, faith in my heart, trust in the living God, and just walked it out step by step, trusting and believing that God would bring it to pass in my life if I would just continue to be faithful to his principles, to his word, and to do my best in honoring him with my life. And as a result, God has prospered my life. I take no credit to myself. I give the Lord full and absolute credit for everything that has happened in my life. He's opened up doors. He's given me great favor. He's given me wisdom. He's brought people across my path that have given me wisdom in the affairs of my life to help me to get along and to do well and to excel and to to achieve in my life. I've been very open my whole life for constructive criticism from those who I look up to, who have authority over my life. I've always been willing to listen to them. Because my goal was to prosper. My goal, and it still is, is to prosper and to grow and to abound and to do well in this life. Because this is what honors the Lord Jesus Christ. This is what brings honor to God. This is what The world needs to see. The world doesn't need to see a broken, poor, barely getting by church. We need to show the world who our God is. We need to show the world what the possibilities are in serving Jesus, in believing God, in using our faith in the Word of God, practicing the principles of the Word of God that bring really positive, powerful results in in one's life this is what's changed my life. So I went from that poor little kid that grew up with nothing, barely getting by, thinking that I was going to be trapped in poverty for the rest of my life because I couldn't find any way out of it until I came in contact with the living word of God. And when I started to read verses like this and some that I'll share, that I pray above all brethren that you prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. I said, dear God, that's for me, I'll take it. Because I'm sick and tired of being broken, poor, and insufficient in my life. So God, if there's a plan for prosperity, I receive it, I accept it. Now show it to me, God, every step of the way. I will do whatever you require in your word to do. And I believe that the outcome will be prosperity for me in every sense of the word. And to this day in my life, after following the Lord for 35 years... I can say that I am a prosperous man for having obeyed God. So I live my life trying to encourage people to do this stuff. I live my life now just so focused on trying to jumpstart people, anybody who will listen to me and receive the principles of God's word because I know it works. But here's, here's the truth about it. It doesn't happen overnight. Does an apple tree grow overnight? No. No. It takes a long time once you plant that seed for that seed to become a seedling and for that seedling to become a junior tree and that junior tree to become a senior tree to where it starts to give off fruit. See, So we've got to be mindful that even though I work these principles, it doesn't happen overnight. This is a lifelong commitment to the principles of the word of God they will yield results in your life. Can I get a better amen than that? All right. So he says, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health. See, God wants you to be in health, prosperity, health. He says, just as your soul prospers. Now, you see, the truth of the matter is, according to this verse, is that before there's going to be an outward showing of prosperity... Something on the inside has to change. He said, I pray that you be, yet you prosper and be in health just as, just as, just as, just as, listen to me, just as your soul prospers. That's one of the reasons why, as a pastor, I try to spend so much time on soul prosperity. We've got to learn to walk in love. We've got to learn to grow in God. We've got to learn to, to let go of the childish things of the past. We've got to learn how to forgive. Come on, are you with me? We've got to grow to a new level. We can't stay as babies internally offended, insulted, angry at everybody that looks at me cross-eyed. You know, always ready to lash out. We can't live that way and think that we're going to walk in depths and levels of prosperity that God has ordained for us. It's not going to happen. He says, I pray that you prosper and be in health. Prosper in all things and be in health. Even as thy soul prospers, your soul's got to get along with it first. The inner man has to grow strong first. That's got to be the focus. The focus isn't dollar signs. The focus is how much money, you know, gimme, 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 my name is Jimmy. That's not, that's not what's gonna get to the heart of God. God wants to see you grow internally. He wants to see a change in your thinking. He wants to see a change in your faith and your trust in the living God. He wants to see the rebellious things, the ugly things, the sinful things of the past start to evaporate and melt away, drive them out of your life that you might just replace it with the pure presence of God and the pure and holy word of God that I live by on a daily basis. My soul's got to prosper. And folks, I'm going to tell you, one of the reasons why I believe a lot of Christians don't ever really make it to the levels of prosperity that God really... Because you're too bound up with yourself. Your soul is not prospering to the level that God would desire for your soul to prosper. And when your soul doesn't prosper, it holds back your prosperity. It holds back the financial prosperity and every other sense of the word prosperity as well. It holds it back. Why? Because your soul is not getting along. Your soul is not prospering. Your soul is not growing. And when we talk about the soul, we're talking about the mind, the will, and the emotions of man. That's why as I've walked through this life, I've been so very careful what I'm thinking, what I'm saying, what I'm doing, what I'm thinking about other people. Because I realize that if I allow myself If I allow my soul to go train wreck, if I allow my soul to just get ruined by this world, it's going to undo the very blessings of God. It's going to undo my prosperity in my life. I've had to learn to repent quickly. I've had to learn to get on my knees and say, Father, that was foolish thinking, stupid stuff. And I ask you to forgive me. I don't want to pollute my soul and thus ruin the prosperity that you've brought into my life. I've got I've to I've keep my cool. I've got to walk in forgiveness. I can't think and say ugly things about other people to other people. I can't allow myself to get my soul polluted and corrupted by the corrupted wisdom or the corrupted tactics of the devil in this world. He said, I pray that you would prosper in all things and be in health. A lot of times sickness and disease comes not because the devil brought it on you, because you brought it on yourself. Because your soul hasn't gotten, gotten it together. You haven't grown. It's amazing to me. How many believers that I've encountered over the years, they've been believers for years, but their soul still hasn't grown. They still think like the world, act like the world, talk like the world, do like the world, and they expect to get God results. It doesn't work that way. Like I said in the beginning, you're going to arrive at prosperity at every sense of the word and financially as well when you you understand that your soul has to grow first.
0: Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry.